This is JDSA's Law Talk. This is the program that gives you the straight facts on our laws and how they affect your everyday personal and professional life. Arbitration agreements is a hot topic. The United States Supreme Court recently ruled companies can use arbitration clauses in employment contracts, where those arbitration clauses include provisions requiring workers to resolve disputes individually and class action waivers. As an employer, what does this ruling mean for you? What are the benefits? What are the implications? And if you're an employee, how might this impact you? In this episode of JDSA's Law Talk, attorney Colleen Fry discusses arbitration and the impact of employment dispute resolution agreements. Colleen, always great to talk to you. Oh, thank you, Clint. Wonderful to be here. This recent ruling feels like it's an absolute game changer. It certainly is. I mean, the way it has changed the landscape for employers and employees and the ability that the courts are now enforcing at whole cloth really has shifted the way people are looking at resolving disputes with their companies. Lots of details, lots of implications, and we're here to make sense out of it. I'm so glad you're here for this conversation. We'll talk with Colleen Fry about arbitration next on JDSA's Law Talk. You're listening to JDSA's Law Talk. When you need legal advice, call JDSA Law, the highest quality legal support since 1946. Welcome back to JDSA's Law Talk. If you have a question about today's topic or a topic suggestion for a future episode, email us at lawtalk at jdsalaw.com. I'm your host, Clint Strand, talking with our featured attorney, Colleen Fry, about arbitration the impact of employment dispute resolution agreements. Colleen, we talked about this as a game changer. Let's talk about it. First, the basics. When we say arbitration, what do we mean and how does it relate to employment agreements? So arbitration is an out-of-court proceeding where a neutral third party, called the arbitrator, they hear the evidence and then make a decision, giving a resolution to the issue. Arbitration is most commonly used method of alternative dispute resolution, and it's called an alternative because it's the alternative to actually litigating your disputes in court. Right now, we've got some big-in-the-news issues on arbitration agreements and as they relate to employment contracts. There was a recent U.S. Supreme Court ruling regarding arbitration contracts. And that's part of today's topic. So let's talk about this Supreme Court ruling and what it means in real terms. So there was this much-anticipated ruling. The circuit courts had been split on this issue across the country, and the U.S. Supreme Court recently announced its decision that employers can use arbitration agreements in employment contexts to require employees to individually arbitrate their disputes, including disputes over workplace issues like wage and hour claims, discrimination claims, The outfall of this has been huge, especially in terms of the Me Too movement and now requiring employees to bring these claims individually in arbitration rather than in a class setting. So these need to be taken on an individual level, not a systemic level. Correct. And that's often what dovetails with an arbitration agreement, not only the requirement that employees arbitrate out of court, but also a class action waiver requiring employees to resolve their matters individually and not part of a class. Colleen, does this apply just for new hires now, or could current employees of corporations expect to sit down with their HR department? Often when you have new employment policies like this ruling where employers can now use arbitration agreements, we often see employers that roll it out 
in both ways for their new hires and also for their current employees. And there are different avenues and ways in which employers do that to capture both categories of employees, but it is something that will occur to both arenas. At the risk of generalizing too much, uh, because these are nuanced rulings and sometimes both parties benefit in different ways, this could be seen as pretty much a win for corporations or employers, yes? Yes. I mean, it certainly can be seen as a win for companies, and that was certainly the feeling out of the U.S. Supreme Court decision. However, arbitration in general has pros and cons on both sides. There are some tremendous benefits, not only to the employer, but also to the employee using this alternative dispute resolution. So let's talk about the arguments here. What are the key arguments for and against this ruling, Colleen? So those in favor of having arbitration agreements claim that if employees are allowed to band together and present their claims in a class, that the speed and efficiency of arbitration is lessened. Those who are against having arbitration agreements feel that having class actions better serves employees' rights and leads to, you know, more corporate accountability. All right. We're talking with our featured attorney, Colleen Fry, about arbitration and the impact of employee employment dispute resolution agreements. We've set the scene for the argument. Let's take a closer look at how arbitration clauses are used in workplace contracts, how this is often perceived or played out, and more. It's coming your way next, right here on JDSA's Law Talk. JDSA's Law Talk will be right back with more on today's topic. Add your voice to the show. Email your questions to lawtalk at jdsalaw.com. Class actions. They are an important avenue of relief for people or groups who have been harmed. At JDSA Law, we aim to achieve fair victories for our clients. This is how we make your life better. Committed to you since 1946. JDSA Law. This is JDSA's Law Talk. Visit us now at jdsalaw.com. Welcome back to JDSA's Law Talk. Remember, you can always connect with us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for at JDSA Law. I'm your host, Clint Strand, talking with our featured attorney, Colleen Fry, about arbitration, the impact of employment dispute resolution agreements. Colleen, we set the scene previously. Now let's take a closer look at how often arbitration clauses are used in workplace contracts. How often are they used? So arbitration clauses are relatively new, but they've become quite common in the workplace. In 1992, only about 2% of non-unionized employers used a mandatory arbitration agreement. Today, over 50% of employers do. Approximately 25% of employees, again, those not represented by unions, are subject to employment contracts that require this arbitration of disputes and often include class action waivers. Okay, so this has grown exponentially just in the last 25 years or so. Certainly. Okay. One would be tempted to paint this in David and Goliath terms. So does this really come down to employer rights versus employee rights, or is the discussion a little more nuanced than that? As with most things in the law, it's more nuanced. (laughs) Shocking. Uh, And certainly depends on your viewpoint. You know, there are some critical reasons for why, um, from an employer company perspective, you would want to pursue arbitration. Arbitration agreements, they present these benefits to companies. 
They allow you to resolve your issue and dispute more quickly. They're more streamlined than court proceedings. For employers, using arbitration is also private, which prevents the release of potentially damaging information or unflattering reputations about the company. And similarly, arbitrations allow employers to avoid those trials, those public trials in front of juries. Here, we've seen recent trends that show juries are often more sympathetic and friendlier towards the employees, granting larger awards against companies. So it offers employers perhaps a little bit more of a shield from a PR perspective and insulates them against juries that might initially side more towards the employee. Those are some of the key reasons, yes. Okay, but this isn't all a one-sided thing. There are benefits for the employee as well. So what are those? Similarly, for the employee, having a quick decision is also one of the benefits of an arbitration. A recent study shows that court litigation often resolves only after 18 months to four years, whereas arbitration can be complete in seven months to one year. This is a really important point, too, because I think in part of that David and Goliath facet that sometimes people paint employees versus corporations, you think about the big pockets, the big money that corporations can have with their army of lawyers in this type of situation in arbitration, that type of advantage, if not is nullified, it's certainly tamped down. That's true. I mean, you do reduce the aspect of litigation fatigue, both in terms of timing, but also in terms of the expense. Arbitrations are often less formal than court trials, and so this informality can make the process easier for everyone involved, especially employees who are not used to litigation. So having that less formal aspect to it allows arbitration to become less complicated and nuanced than the formal rules of court, which someone who maybe this is their first foray into the legal system has not been through the court system before. So certainly if you're looking at this type of situation, having someone on your side who's been there before, like someone at JDSA, would be preferable. However, it feels a lot more navigable to someone who has never done this before. Correct. Yeah. So for from an employee perspective, arbitration often eliminates that litigation phase of discovery, which is taking interrogatories, depositions of witnesses and experts, requests and production of documents, kind of the piles of litigation that seems to go on for a while, which can become time intensive and in many cases cost prohibitive. One of the Achilles heels of great litigation is bad emotion, feeling that anger or negative negativity well up because of these protracted uh, types of maneuvers that both sides are going over. Does arbitration help with that? I see that arbitration does help facilitate that for both the employer and the employee. It avoids and reduces the hostility that can often accompany court litigation. The arbitration process, in many instances, even encourages participation by the parties, sometimes even for them to work together to structure that resolution or outcome, unlike the court litigation, which is just a decision and doesn't necessarily provide additional flexibility. So it's more streamlined, it's less formal, and there are more opportunities for positive teamwork on finding a resolution. Those are all great things, but there are still aspects that you need to be aware of if you're an employee engaged in arbitration. So as an employee, if you find yourself in the middle of one of these situations, what else should you be aware of? Well, you certainly should read all the documents carefully before signing. That's always a given. I, I, can't, I can't be an attorney <laughs> without saying read every aspect of your agreements. 
And in doing so, you may have the ability to negotiate certain terms of the agreement. Although an employer is presenting a particular policy or agreement and they've structured in a way, you do as an employee, especially if you have some key roles in your company, have the ability to negotiate other terms. So once again, we know that the employer is negotiating for its best interest. That's not nefarious. That's just a fact of life. So if you're an employee, what should you do? So the employee certainly should read all documents carefully before signing. That's a given and something every attorney is going to encourage you to do. And you may be able to negotiate some of the terms of the agreement. And certainly it's in your best interest to consult with an attorney for help on that. I would recommend it always. All right. So bottom line, Colleen, what does this mean for the future? I mean, what we can expect is more employers to consider the benefits of rolling out an arbitration agreement for their employees, including ones that may have a class action waiver, for all the reasons why we talked about arbitration having benefits. However, there was recently an executive order that just came out from Governor Inslee's office, so it impacts Washington state companies. And to the extent Washington state companies are seeking to bid on public contracts, this executive order asks the state agencies to certify whether or not these employers require a mandatory arbitration clause or mandatory class action waivers. And in doing so, the executive order is really asking the state agencies to seek to contract with employers that don't require those mandatory agreements. And so knowing that the state is very sensitive to this issue of mandatory agreements as a condition of your employment, there are ways in which employers can still use the benefits of arbitration agreements without having those agreements be a prerequisite or a condition to employment. So in light of this executive order, how exactly do you navigate that arena? So for employers, whether they're looking to bid on public contracts or just generally doing business, there are some ways in which they can still roll out arbitration agreements and class action waivers for their employees. One of those approaches that we've seen is to not have it be a mandatory agreement or a precondition of employment, rather having it be something that is a mutual agreement and the opportunity for both the employer and the employee to come to terms on how this will play out. We're talking with Colleen Fry about arbitration on JDSA's Law Talk. Lots of threads to this discussion. We'll bring them all together next. That's right here on JDSA's Law Talk. This is JDSA's Law Talk. See our areas of practice now at JDSALaw.com. Class actions. They are an important avenue of relief for people or groups who have been harmed. At JDSA Law, we aim to achieve fair victories for our clients. This is how we make your life better. Committed to you since 1946. JDSA Law. This is JDSA's Law Talk. Join the conversation. Send us your comments and questions to lawtalk at jdsalaw.com. Welcome back to JDSA's Law Talk. If you'd like to read more in-depth articles on important legal topics, read through our news, articles, and blogs at jdsalaw.com. I'm your host, Clint Strand, talking with our featured attorney, Colleen Fry, about arbitration. Colleen, we have covered a lot of ground here in this conversation. So let's bring it all together for our listener what would you like him or her to walk away from this conversation with? So arbitration agreements are not going away. We're seeing the use of them skyrocket, especially in light of the recent U.S. Supreme Court decision that allows arbitration agreements to be used in employment contexts. Here, we have 
Benefits and drawbacks to using arbitration. Arbitration is great to resolve things quicker. It gives an expedited resolution. It is much cost prohibited. It's more formal than the court trials. However, there are the drawbacks. It is private, and for some employees, they may want that public arena, especially if they're looking to do things on a class action basis. There are a lot of complexities to this, Colleen, but obviously someone like you can help either employers or employees navigate this. We can learn more by contacting you or visiting jdsalaw.com, right? Yes, you can. Thanks, Clint. Colleen, always (laughs) a pleasure. Thanks so much. And thank you for joining us on this episode of JDSA's Law Talk. Remember, if you have a legal matter and require solid legal advice, connect with a member of the JDSA Law team at jdsalaw.com. You can also hear Law Talk episodes on other topics and submit your questions or suggestions for a future show. I'm your host, Clint Strand. Thanks again for joining us on JDSA's Law Talk. You've been listening to JDSA's Law Talk. Topics covered in this program are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be professional advice. Before making any legal decision, seek the advice of a relevant professional. To ask a question, arrange a meeting with a JDSA attorney and find Law Talk episodes on other topics. Connect with us at JDSALaw.com. Thanks again for joining us on JDSA's Law Talk.